Welcome to Abscond with Ethan Renault. I'm Steve Hiller. Glad that you've tuned in for our very first podcast. Ethan, what is this thing? Why are we doing this podcast? Yeah, I really don't know. I got an email. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that makes two of us now. Okay. I know. Yeah, uh, this is Ethan Renault. I'm sitting here with Steve. I know our voices sound very similar, so try not to get them confused right. when <laughs> throughout the, the podcast. Right. Um, it's the, the voices and the pecs. <laughs> very, very similar. Yeah, like we like we always say, we put the abs and abscond. <laughs> <laughs> right. So what is abscond? So I got an email uh, a couple months ago after this viral video um, of me running in the rain took off. And it was from a, a guy named Mark Breda, who's our producer. He basically said, hey, I want to make a podcast with you. I'd re- I read a couple of your blog posts, and I would really like to um, just kind of pick your brain a little bit more through the medium of a podcast. And I love podcasts. I listen to tons of podcasts. So I was like, awesome. Love it. I'm totally in. So here we are a couple months later and we're just going to kind of see, we're what, see happens. what happens. Right. Yeah. So I got to ask abscond. Why'd you pick this name? Cause I, I have to admit, I hear the word warm, fuzzy thoughts. Not the first thing that comes to mind. Kind of a negative connotation maybe mm-hmm. for yeah. some. Yeah. You know, it's it's kind of a multi-layered word as as I was thinking of different words we could use to title this podcast. And I had always heard the word, and for one, it just sounds like such a pretty word. You know, it just kinda, it's a cool word. It rolls off the tongue, abscond. And um, <laughs> and I had always heard it the opposite, kind of like more of a romantic thing. I guess I'd only seen it in like poems or romantic movies, like the two lovers absconded. Is it away. like eloping? I guess, okay. like it's different. I guess different than eloping, but they, you know, the lovers abscond into the night. They steal into the night, or you know, I don't something like that. And so I was like, oh, what a beautiful word. Let me see what it actually means. Turns out it means like to escape from the scene of a crime, or like, right. <laughs> like run away with the money or something. And and I, I have enough experience breaking the law. Like if any of you saw my um, breaking into that abandoned prison video where we got caught by the police, and <laughs> so. I don't know. It just kind of felt like something that would be fun. We could make a lot of uh, plays with words off of it and um, just have a lot of fun with it. Stealing about half an hour of your day every time you listen to our episode. And um, and then the last uh, element of it was this idea that we don't come up with any original ideas, essentially. We'll be talking about things that people have been talking about for years and... Um, we're basically kind of stealing their ideas, right. um, stealing them, packaging up, <laughs> repackaging into this, it, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Into this podcast and handing them out. So, all right. Well, that's uh, part of what we're going to be doing. Want to let you know you can always be a part of the podcast by asking questions of Ethan. I know some of you have probably been following him on social media for a number of months now, and you got questions or marriage proposals. You can always <laughs> hit him up at the website. It's ethanrenault.com. Just click on the contact link. But many people, if they recognize your name, it's because of a viral video uh, with WGN-TV in Chicago. We'll talk a little bit about that in just a moment. But for those who maybe have not seen that video, or maybe they have, and they're yeah. like, who is this guy, the shirtless <laughs> runner in Chicago? Who is this guy? little uh, maybe Q&A between the two of us. Okay, you game? yeah, yeah. All right. So can I introduce it? Yeah, this please is, do. This is the idea I had, basically. Our first podcast, we have to introduce ourselves. So I figured... Since so many people have been stalking me on the internet the past couple months, why don't Steve and I stalk each other? So I did a little bit of research <laughs> on him. He did a little bit of research on me. And now for the first time, uh, we haven't we haven't seen each other's lists no. yet. We're, we're bringing them to each other, and that's our introduction <laughs> to right. each other. So do you want to go first? Do a couple? Yeah. All right. So I Google your name. 
Okay. And of course, it's all about the shirtless runner thing. And then I start clicking on articles. And uh, one of the things I found, it says that you live in Denver. Is that true? At the time the article was written, it was probably true. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what, you bounce around a lot? I bounce around a ton. Yeah. Since then, I lived in Los Angeles for two months and then moved to Chicago about a month ago. So. Okay. So Chicago is home at least for, for now. now. Okay. For now. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yep. All right. You're up. Okay. Um, so you and I both graduated from the same school, Moody Bible Institute. Yes. Only a few years apart. Okay. I graduated in 2015. You graduated in 1995? 96. 96? Yeah. So you and two, so 19 years. Are you really that much younger than me? Actually, it's, I'm that much older than you, isn't it? That's, that's what it <laughs> I is. I guess so. <laughs> okay. Although technically I, sh- I could have graduated college in 13. Okay. Because I, I traveled the world for a bit I'm, before I went to college. All right. We, I can't let that hang there. Where'd you go? <laughs> Travel um, the world. So I've been on every continent except Antarctica. Um, I was and with, why would anyone want to go there? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> to cross it off the list. I, I guess so. I got to get to yeah. all seven. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So I was with this organization called Youth with a Mission for several years. Yeah. And um, just traveled all over. I did my first school in Australia. Then we went to Thailand and India. And then New Zealand, and then uh, my friend and I started an organization in Nigeria, and I was in Brazil for a bit, and then Haiti, Fiji, France. All right, so the, the, my question is, did you fill up your passport book? No, it's not full. It's not full yet. Okay, so <laughs> They give you a, a lot more. of pages. There are a lot of pages yeah. there. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very cool. All right, another one here. Um, it appears that you like to run shirtless when it's raining. <laughs> True. Prefer well, a shirt, yeah. no shirt. Yeah. In the in the rain. Uh definitely no shirt. No shirt. Okay. All right. I mean, here's the funny thing about this this whole experience the past couple months is is everyone has kind of given me beef, like Ethan, why like you're famous, you're a Christian, why do you continue to run with your shirt off? And I'm like, I literally have always run with my shirt off. And the <laughs> one time it gets caught on the news, everyone thinks I should suddenly like Stop running shirtless. Right, now you, now you have to like, run with a shirt, yeah. No. Yeah, it's, it's kind of strange, but... It, it is. It always, is. yeah, whenever whenever possible, no shirt. Okay. So are you from West Des Moines, Iowa? I am. I, I Actually, my parents moved there when I was about one and a half. So I grew up there, lived okay. there for like 16, 18 years. Okay. Until I went to Moody, yeah. And where were you born? Storm Lake, Iowa. Okay. The house that uh, actually was originally my first house that my parents brought me home to is now a parking lot. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of sad. You I ever guess. go back and visit and just say, man, they've kept it up that so park- well. Yeah, exactly. That parking <laughs> place right there was my old, my very first bedroom. My bed, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's a Toyota, Toyota Corolla. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So is West Des Moines... A city, or is it like the western part of Des Moines? It's actually like a suburb of okay. Des Moines. So on the west side of, of Des Moines. So yeah, we had the, the small city of Des Moines to the east side and pretty much cornfields around the rest of us. But now if you go back there, like this, the, the town is blown up. It's, it's huge. Okay. So one of the fastest growing parts of the country for a while. So the real question is, it's a parking lot for what? Uh, but, well, the, where I was born, it's a parking lot for um, a college. Actually, oh, okay. I don't. I don't even know the name of the college. <laughs> Whatever college is in Storm Lake, Iowa. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. There, there were worse things it could be a parking lot for. That's true. Very true. All right, where were you born? I was born in Denver, Colorado. Okay. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. So that wasn't my real question. Next question here. <laughs> I read somewhere you're 
Let's let's get this out there first. You are how old? I'm 24. I'll be 25 in less than a month. Okay, so almost 25, probably 24 when the article that uh, I found said this about you. Yeah. It said something like, you didn't date anyone for over six years. I'm assuming that's not like age one through seven. So we're, we're talking about... So, <laughs> no, I had a serious girlfriend when I was... Well, so, <laughs> <laughs> so like late teen years, early 20s, single? No, I think I, I was like... Re- wait, which article was that? <laughs> I think it was on GQ or something <laughs> like that. Um, yeah, I mean, basically... Let me think. When it says doesn't date anyone, what it means is didn't like have a girlfriend. Because uh, okay. I went so on dates. You went on dates. I went on Nothing dates. serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You okay. Say that. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. And that, I guess that'd be the last, however long. Okay, the last girlfriend I had was in 2012. So that's been a few years then. Yeah, it's been a little while. About four. So. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Hear that, ladies? <laughs> EthanRenault.com. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I saw on your Facebook that you recently married Suzanne. Yeah. 2012. 2012. Yeah, so you've been married for as long as I've been single. <laughs> there we go. Um, <laughs> and, and in that time, we've had two kids. So what do you what have you been doing? Um, <laughs> nothing one. nearly as fruitful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it's been uh, a great four years with her. So very, That's very great. cool. Yeah, great. Um, yeah. So you have two kids total? Uh, three. Three. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Got a uh, high school senior, soon to be graduating. Okay. And going off to college, and then a two-and-a-half-year-old and a, a, a five-week-old. Wow. Yeah, crazy. Wow. Our, right. our life is pretty crazy. You got your hands full. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. All right. Um, speaking of marriage, so <laughs> after this viral video came out, you had a number of marriage proposals? Yes. Like, serious, legitimate, Ethan, will you marry me stuff? I mean, I don't know how serious they would have been <laughs> if they said yes, but I literally... Can't Are we count. talking like one or two or like no, dozens? I can't. I can't count the number of people that just said "marry me" or some just some quick yeah. for, form of "marry me." Um, I want to marry you, something like that. Or and because there was one article where someone where someone asked me, "So have you gotten any marriage proposals yet?" And I was like, "No, I don't think so." And this was before I found this giant folder on Facebook of filtered messages that yeah. they keep from you. And so after that, of course, I got dozens of. Messages just saying, Ethan, you haven't gotten any marriage proposals yet. Well, here's your first. Marry me. <laughs> um, so yeah, plenty of marriage proposals. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good. You're up. Okay. Um, so you, uh, on your LinkedIn, you were the co-host of Treasured Truth with James Ford. That is, is, is true. Is that how that worked? Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I forgot to have LinkedIn profile. <laughs> <laughs> it's so long since I've looked at that thing. Well, you but, should check it soon because I my friend requested you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and I'll see that in about three months. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I, actually, uh, I co-host a couple different radio programs. Uh, mm-hmm. Treasure Truth with James Ford is one. Unlocking the Bible with uh, Colin Smith is number one, another one. And do some fill-in radio, just a variety of different things. But mm-hmm. you know. I- I listened to a sample of Treasure Truth with James Ford, and I was like, this may be the only man that he's ever done a podcast with or a, or a, st- a show with that has a deeper voice than him. Oh, he makes me feel like a little girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if you ever see the guy, he is just a beast. <laughs> Don't mess with him. Well, did you ever hear the funny story about him when he came to uh, preach at Founders Week at Moody? I did. At my school. <laughs> they had to edit it for broadcast. Yeah. 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 
So I'll tell it real quick because I was in the room as okay. it happened, and I'm sitting. So I'm sitting at Moody with my dad, who had come out to hear the preachers at Founders Week, and you know Moody is full of these very conservative, uh-huh. often sheltered college kids, and James Ford is this black preacher. Is he from Chicago? Yes, he right? he's from Chicago, and and he gets up and he starts giving this message about the intimacy of God with his people. And for an illustration, he starts talking about how he'll take his wife out for a romantic dinner and then they'll come home and then he'll run the bathwater and then he'll get out some strawberries and grapes from the fridge and feed them to her. Except this whole thing took probably five minutes of him like in depth, slowly describing the lovemaking process between him and his wife. And by that time, you're looking around and all of these college students are just like blushing or like staring at each other with these huge eyes. Like, what is happening right now? Right. <laughs> Whereas my dad and I, you know, this is this would be totally acceptable, you know. Yeah. Because uh, my dad's a preacher, but he's a very non-conservative preacher, I guess you could say, for lack of a better term. Okay. I wouldn't say liberal, but. Anyways, we're just kind of laughing, looking around at what's happening, and man, that we made jokes about that for, would, for yeah, weeks. I, at, at, I would have been cracking school. up too. Yeah. All right. So, on one of the articles that I was reading about you, mm-hmm. it said something to the effect that you used to be a part of a group that would go around offering free prayer. Yeah. And that actually uh, turned into people making all sorts of assumptions about yeah. you and your lifestyle. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, what's the story there? So the, we, we ran this ministry called Free Prayer, and it started really accidentally, actually. Because we were out one night, a friend and I, and we had had a couple of drinks at the Hancock Tower. Um, we were just, like, up there writing poetry and just, like, thinking deep thoughts and having deep conversations. <laughs> and we had a couple of glasses of wine. And we, we start walking back home, and, um, and I was like, hey, why don't we go pray for some people? And he goes, yeah, let's do it. So we go out and we're wandering around because the only people that are out, like you know, past twelve, are people who are partying and clubbing. Right. So we walk up to them and we just start talking to them and like sharing the gospel with them and praying for them and 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 it just turned into this weekly thing because we were like, that was super cool. Like we were out to like five that first night and we we're like, let's do it again the next week. And then more people started coming and we we're like, let's do it again the next week and. Like it started because we found a pizza box in the trash and had a Sharpie and we just wrote free prayer on it because we were like, why don't we just have people come to us and we'll pray for them and talk to them. And so it was a very inviting, welcoming, loving thing. And it just always was very organic. And literally it never became anything more than just a cardboard sign with free prayer written on it. And, you know, as, as more people started to come, we started to grow locations. And one of the locations that we would go to every week was Boys Town. Of course, our message there was very much, Jesus loves you, Christians have not treated you with love, and we want to mend that bridge, you know, um, mm-hmm. repair the damage done there. But on the internet, you know, you take something like that, and it turns into this firestorm of you are protesting and picketing and hateful and all this other stuff. So it just kind of looked a little bit different on the internet than it did did. in real life, you know, and (laughs) a lot of people were up in arms about it without knowing the full story. All right. I I, I can only imagine. (laughs) Yeah. All right. I think we got time for one or two more. You got another one? Well, you you took my other one about unlocking the Bible with Colin. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, then last one here for you. 
and because you just said the word organic, okay, and I don't know why this triggered this, but something <laughs> I read said that uh, it, you were they were asking you about dating advice and uh, smelling and something like that. You're like, <laughs> hey, you, you should smell good, but I don't even give that a second thought. I don't even wear deodorant. True. True. Yeah. Okay. There's this. <laughs> I don't know why I just don't have body odor like. Okay, there's this funny video that my friend and I made in 2009. I had just gone out for a run, and this was on Cape Cod. I lived on Cape Cod for a little while. And I had come back from a run, and Cape Cod's very humid, so I'm dripping sweat. Yeah. And I convinced my friend Natalie to smell my armpit after a run, dripping with sweat. And she smells it, and she just goes, oh, my gosh, why doesn't it smell? It doesn't smell like anything. <laughs> it was just such a natural reaction from her that she was genuinely surprised. And so, I mean, I'd, yeah, I've never really worn deodorant or... I bathe. Okay. okay. I bathe regularly. And uh, I, just... I did see that you were a fan of breath mints if you're going to go in for the kiss. <laughs> so, ladies, don't worry. We, we yeah. Got that. you, that's there. That's from a guy that hasn't gone in for many kisses. Either, right. So. <laughs> All right. Well, hopefully you, you know Ethan a little bit better now. <laughs> uh, if you uh, are only familiar with him from the uh, WGN viral video that won out, uh, here's a little bit more behind the scenes of this mm-hmm. guy. And over the next number of weeks in podcasts, you'll get to know him uh, a lot more. Definitely. But for those who maybe uh, are not familiar with you, just uh, somebody you know passes along through social media, they stumbled on your website, or maybe they saw the video even, but um, didn't realize that this really turned into much of a thing. What actually happened with this viral? How did you become a viral star? <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> I had never set out to become a viral star. That's such a, it's such an accidental story, you know? And um, I don't know if I'd even call myself a star because no one even recognizes me anymore. <laughs> I, say, I say that with fame t- <laughs> short lived, my friend. <laughs> Your 15 minutes are. Tears are pouring down yeah. my cheeks right now. Um, no, so so I was out for a run that night. And the funny thing is, I was living in Colorado at the time, and I had just come back to visit uh, my friends in college um, in Chicago. And I chose the worst week to come visit because they were all studying for finals in December. And I was like, this was a dumb move. So that Sunday night, they were all super busy. No one wanted to get dinner with me because they were all studying. So I was like, I'm going to go for a run by myself. I go for a run on the lake, and... It's warm enough in December, strangely, that I didn't have to wear a shirt, and it was pouring rain, and like I said before, We've I We've already love, established. I you love don't, running in the yeah, rain. Yep. So I, I see this news crew, and there's no one else on the lake. It's empty because it's raining. It's December. And I run up to the news crew. I was like, hey, what happened? What are you guys doing a story on? They're like, oh, we're just talking about how warm the weather is. And oh, you'd be perfect because you aren't wearing a shirt right now. So I was like, yeah, I'd love to be interviewed by you guys. And the funny thing is... They were like, okay, well, you have to wait 20 minutes. And I was like, oh, I don't feel like waiting 20 minutes. See you guys later. And I ran back to the dorms where I was staying. And then five minutes later, I was like, you know what? It'd be funny to show my parents I was on TV, you know, like with my shirt off. They'd they'd get a kick out of it. My friends will laugh. So I turned around and run back to the news crew. And they're like, oh, okay, sure. Yeah, we'll have you on. And um, so a couple minutes later, they had me on. We did the segment. And actually, before it happened, I leaned it to Tamon Bradley, the reporter. Yeah. And I said, wouldn't it be funny if I said I'm single? And he laughed. He's like, oh, that'd be great. You know, totally not thinking I would actually do it, I don't think. And so he's like, all right, you got five seconds. Just like say what's up, say what we're doing. And, and that's it. And so I was like, okay. And so 
we rolled and and I some like I guess impulsively threw in that I was single and yeah threw up the, the yeah threw up the the little call me thing yeah the, call yeah me, yep uh-huh. <laughs> yep I thought it was funny so I run back to the apartment or the dorm where I was staying and uh, and I was like hey guys I was just on the news you'll have to watch this I open up the front page of WGN and I'm on the front page and I'm like what I'm on the front page of the news guys look at this <laughs> I look at the video and it's got twenty four thousand views and I was like. It's been about 15 minutes since that oh, video wow. was recorded. <laughs> so I was like, oh my gosh, what is this? So I did go out to dinner with some friends and we're on our phones kind of watching it as it goes from like 50,000 to 60,000 to 70,000. It's just like exponentially growing. And by the next morning, it had like a million views and thousands of comments. And the next day, it had 5 million views. So it was just spreading all over. I was getting calls from. What does that feel like? To realize, like, if I'd put something on the internet, like, a dozen people might find it. <laughs> and, and now you got, like, five million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's almost a combination of very flattering and kind of scary because I was like, oh, my gosh, I got to, like, who knows what I've posted on social media the past several years. I have to go back through and <laughs> make sure it's all safe. And, you know, I'd posted something about... um my motto for the longest time used to be, don't be a Nancy. You know, like if I was jumping off a bridge, yeah. I'd yell, like, don't be a Nancy, just do it, you know? And and a bunch of homosexual people were like, Ethan, what's wrong with being a Nancy? And I was like, no, 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 I don't mean it like that. I don't mean it like that. Like, you know, and so I was like, what else have I put? And so I got scared and I've made everything private for a little while. And and then I opened it back up and I was like, I, I just didn't know what I was doing. I just felt very confused and like yeah. shocked kind of, but I kind of liked it. Like, cause I'm a big extrovert. I like speaking and being on stage and that kind of thing. So I was like, all right, this is kind of fun. So that then 5 million plus views turns into media requests mm-hmm. for like, what, what was like the next few weeks like? Yeah. So I got calls from the, the, the Colorado stations cause they found out I was coming back to Colorado. So I flew back to Colorado and the very next morning was on TV there. And then I was on Fox and Friends, and they sent a limo to pick me up okay. from my house in Colorado. Drove me to the studio in Denver, and then we uh, like kind of beamed me into the their studio in New York City. Right. And um, and then I did that that same setup a couple times, like with National Australian TV and then National Canadian TV, and I honestly can't remember half the things. People will be like, "I saw an interview with you," and I was like. You have to be a little bit more specific. Right. Because, <laughs> yeah, and they were all honestly kind of the same thing. They asked the same questions. Sure. And, yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was really a blur. It was a lot of fun. And Did you have any sort of agenda? Because once all of a sudden you realize this is a thing. I, I know initially there was no agenda. It was just for fun. Mm-hmm. You know, okay, hi, I'm going to be on TV. That's funny. Yeah. Whatever. But eventually it's got to click in like this is turning into a thing. Yeah. What do I do with this, if anything? Yeah. And I've realized that the past four or five months since the video, and I really wish I had like had my brain turned on at the time (laughs) because like I realized there's so much I could have done with all that exposure, but I didn't think about it. It's like, yeah, I'm just a construction worker and a nanny right now. And rather than saying like, yeah, I'm a speaker and a writer and I'm trying to do this and this and, you know, like check out my, you know, I didn't really know how to market myself well back then and. The biggest disappointment was realizing that I missed an email from the Ellen DeGeneres show. Oh man, <laughs> <laughs> that could two been months, fun. two months, two months after the fact, I found this email from Ellen, and I just cried. And yeah, you, <laughs> the tears are welling up right now <laughs> yeah. as we speak here. Yeah, 
Yeah. So if you had to maybe have one takeaway from Mm -hmm. what it's like to go viral in a major way like this, what would you say, okay, this is maybe the, the one big cool thing or the one thing I learned. What's your one takeaway from that? I would say there's two, and like okay. one's cautionary and one's like, uh, I guess, prescriptive. Like, if any of you listeners go viral, here's what you should do: um, have something in mind that you want to accomplish, because having that much exposure all at once can be a very big thing for whatever it is you want to do. And at the time that I went viral, I didn't have any end goals in mind, such as you know pushing my book or kind of maybe growing a following for the purpose of speaking and writing and blogging and all these things. I didn't have that until maybe a month or two after the fact, at, by the time that the, yeah. all the commotion had died down. But I would also caution that don't, like, I tell people all the time, fame Fs with your head, you know, if you pardon my use of that letter. It really messes with your head because for the longest time, I didn't think about another human being besides myself. And then when the fame starts to die down, my self-esteem started to go down. Like, hey, why aren't people interested anymore? I was like the big, it just messes with your head so much. Really? So much. And um, yeah, it really, like looking back on it now, kind of now that it's been a little bit of time between the video and now, and I can kind of think a little bit more clearly now and realize, hey, before this happened, no one knew who I was and I was happy and I had my good friends and like yeah. my friends knew who I was and I was happy with that. But man, when you get famous, it really blurs your vision of reality of like, I'm one person, yeah. you know, just like all these other people yeah. on the world. We all are the same value, yeah. you know, it's, it really messes with your head in that all right, sense. So that sounds like it could be a future podcast or at least a substantial portion of a future broadcast. So we'll let that hang right there. Yeah. We will get to that mm-hmm. in a future uh, podcast. So yeah. make sure that you subscribe to this. Make sure that you are checking out Ethan's website. It's ethanreno.com. Right. So I mentioned a few minutes ago, you can also uh, ask questions uh, yes. of us, of Ethan. Um, just simply come to the website, ethanreno.com. Click on the contact link. You mentioned a book, and I'm yeah. holding the book that uh, has your name, <laughs> by Ethan Renault on it right now. Yeah. Um, can we get copies of the, of the book on the website? You can, yeah. What's the book? It's it's called Leaving Weather, and right now it's in the second edition, which is 100 more pages than the first edition was. Everyone always asks me how or what my book's about, and I always have such a hard time answering because it's a lot like this podcast. It's a conglomeration, an amalgamation of many different things. It's It's photography, it's poetry, it's essays on life, on God, loneliness, intimacy, a couple chapters on porn, on fame, on... Just random things that I have kind of compiled into a book that it's kind of it's an kind art of who piece. you are. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, so you can just go to ethanreno.com, click on the books tab, and it's right there. Um, and same with the contact. Like like Steve just said, I really want the listeners to like write in questions, and we'll have a section where we just kind of respond to listener mail, if yeah. you will. Um, questions, comments, concerns, shout outs, whatever it is, we'd love to hear from you guys, have a little interaction. So this isn't just the two of us, you know, dialogue, right? We can have a big conversation with everyone writing in and, and sharing their two cents as well. So that'd be, that'd be really great. All right. Well, one of the things that I hope that you learned after going viral is that social media is powerful. And so if you've, um, not connected with Ethan before, go to the website, 
like him on Facebook, follow him on Twitter, all of that. You'll find links at the website. It's EthanRenault.com. Correct. And we look forward to diving into some of the topics that you just heard us talking about in this book Mm -hmm. in a future podcast. Yeah. But uh, thanks for listening today. Subscribe, and uh, we'll talk to you again next time. Sounds good. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Abscond with Ethan Renault is co-hosted by Steve Hiller and produced by Mark Bretta. Music by Nick Lang. Get all the info you need at EthanRenault.com. 